following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Wednesday broadcast on the only show willing to tell it like it is. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're on 19 radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to our daily stream weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can... Listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and Draft Wire, part of the USA Today Network, one of our Lions and NFL insiders joining us in studio. Lions and the Chiefs uh, tomorrow night. Uh, through all of your time at training camp uh, to the final decisions on the 53-man and practice squad, what do you really like about the Lions roster that you think will help them beat KC tomorrow night? I, I think the 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 floor has come up so much over the last two years. You talked about it in, in the last segment, of the last hour. The uh, there are guys who are not on this team who are on the practice squad who would have started in 2021. They have just brought the the worst player on the defense this year. I don't. I, don't, I honestly don't know who it would be, but they're better than the guy who was starting back in 2021 more than likely you know the the secondary especially is where it really shows you know cam sutton i don't think i i I don't think lions fans appreciate how solid he is because he's not a guy he's not sauce gardner he's not that kind of a cornerback you just don't ever see him make mistakes he was his high school class valedictorian. That's a theme with the Lions. They want smart guys. He's smart off the field and he's smart on it. He just doesn't get doesn't give up the big plays, and that's what you need because especially against a team like Kansas City, they're trying to get the big plays on you. They know they're not built to go down the field on you uh, in in you know twelve play drives. They want a quick strike. They want it, they want the big plays, and uh, that's not what the Lions are going to do. That that they are built very. Savvily to not give up the big play. Now you're going to have some. I mean, you got a lot of people. They didn't play in the preseason, so you're having Cam Sutton, CJ Gardner Joseph, um, uh, Kirby Joseph out there. Uh, Jerry Jacobs on the one side. I don't think Emmanuel Mosley is going to play. We'll find out. I, even if he does, it's just going to be one of those things where, like, okay, we're we're getting your feet wet just so you're out there because it. Man, he he didn't even. Well, we actually did a video for it for the Detroit Lions podcast when we saw him and. Uh, uh, in, in practice for the first time, we're like, I, I was standing with, uh, with somebody, one of the reporter, like, who's number four? Like, wh- who's that guy? <laughs> like, oh, oh, he's in uniform. Like, the first time we saw him all year, it was the second to last practice of training camp. So, uh, he, he, I wouldn't expect much out of him, even if he does play. But th- there's, there's going to be some moving pieces and parts there where I expect that Patrick Holmes is going to be able to exploit that. And, it, you're not going to shut down Patrick Mahomes. Even without Kelsey, they, they have weapons still. And, and you said it, you know, 
Mahomes is going to make them better. But I think that the Lions are so equipped to handle, like, they're going to give up a couple big plays, but they're not going to give up the the, the game killing drives. Uh, that that that's done. You know, the 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 improvement with with Derek Barnes being a good candidate for the most improved player. You know, guy Rodrigo. We haven't even talked about him. There's a guy started last year. He's your number four linebacker this year. Like that's that's kind of where he belongs as a sixth round pick. You know, you're not you you've got guys in the proper spots that they need to be on the depth chart instead of asking them to play up. And we've seen what happens when you have to play up, and we you see what happens when when guys are where they're supposed to be. It makes such a difference because then, like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the backup outside cornerback. Okay, good. That means I'm not playing typically against you know the the top guy. You know, I'm I, they can work things around that way, and that that's a great place to be. And that's not a place where we've been in Detroit in a long time. And, and they, by the way, other than offensive tackle, they have that on offense too. Their number two and number three guys are where they're supposed to be and can play in that role. And if you kick them up a little bit, you, they can probably hang. Um, not so sure about offensive tackle. If 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 Taylor Decker or Panay Sewell get hurt, they're in a lot of trouble. But you can't be perfect everywhere. You got to have some. You got to have some flaws. We're seeing it with the Chiefs. <laughs> that would be one of them with the Lions. I'm looking at Brian Brands too, a guy that we've seen. I didn't flashes. even talk about him. I know. Well, hold on, that, that a guy we've <laughs> yeah. seen flashes in preseason. Yeah. Uh, but his impact, his ability to cover if Kelsey does play, however that works out. Uh, when you look at Branch, when you look at Cam Sutton, uh, Mosley, I agree with you. That, that may be two, three games down the road. You look at Joseph. You look at uh, uh, Johnson, and you start thinking. This isn't your typical same old lion secondary. It really isn't. And that means they're going to be able to take some chances up front uh, with that front seven. And then I go through the linebackers and I see Barnes and Anzalone and Campbell and Houston, the the forgotten guy too with Rodrigo. Yeah. And even Jalen Reeves Mabin. And then, and then you go to the D line with Hutch, Kaminsky, Josh Pascal. I mean, you go, you know, uh, Lee McNeil. Mc, Lee McNeil's going to have a right. fantastic season this year. Yeah. I'm a big believer Same. in him. And, I, you know, Bugs <laughs> is going to sit out. Uh, Levi played well, right? I, I, we're, we just keep going through a defense with depth that, in my life, 61 years of age, soon to be 62, still looking like I'm 42, that it's the best depth on the Lions' defense and maybe the best defense They've rolled out the start of season ever. They certainly have the potential to, to play that way. And we're saying that knowing that they gave up more yards last year than any other team in the NFL. But they did get better. And they've got they got better as that season went along. All right, so Gardner Johnson, speaking of getting better, yeah. added him, added Sutton, added Branch, yeah. added Mosley, added Jack Campbell. Yeah. You see where I'm going with this? Barnes is, like you said, his, his work that, between Green Bay and Kansas City has been unbelievable. Uh you know, there you go. Hello. They, they got better at five positions that you just listed right there. And there's 11 positions on yeah. D. Significantly better at some of those. <laughs> exactly. Potential all pro. You're, yeah. you're going from Will Harris, who's still on the team and still a valuable member of the team, but he is, he might not play. He might be a game day inactive. This was a guy who was starting as your slot for most of last season. That, And you're going to, to CJ Gardner Johnson, who is one of the best impact 
players at that spot. And oh, by the way, he can also play free safety. He can play outside. Brian Branch. Brian, Bra- Brian Branch can play the star. He can play the elephant. He can play. He can play wherever you need him to play. And they can mix and match. And he he's a fantastic blitzer out of the slot. That's a dynamic that they haven't had in a while. They're going to be able to do. Aaron Glenn is going to be able to do some things. Now I know there are some fans out there that are not Aaron Glenn fans. And I get that. First two years haven't been great. <laughs> no, no doubt about that. I think he's got a defense that is molded in his image. They've given him what he wants and what he's told them he wants to succeed. And uh, look, he's 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 a bright guy too. He's an aggressive guy. He's a competitive guy. And uh, you know, going against the Lions' offense in practices, you see it. It's fun to watch when they go. Like so, a lot of practices, you know, like okay, you know, we're. 80, 85%. You know, we're not trying to do anything. When the offense and the defense go and it's full bore, it's fun. They they get after it. You see Aaron Glenn yelling at Ben Johnson. You see Ben Johnson yelling right back at him. It's the players are into it. They're spirited. They're they're pushing each other around. Like it it feels like what a good football team does. And you haven't really seen that. Even the last, especially 2021, but even a little bit last year, you just didn't have that sort of like the swagger, the the knowledge that you're a good football team. You, you sort of felt it a little bit late in the year, but now it's like they know. And they're, they're trying not to get too big for their own britches. And, and I think Dan Campbell's doing a pretty good job of managing that as well. But they're, they do know they're good, and they expect to be good. Jeff Risdom from the Lions Wire, the Draft Wire. Follow both on Twitter and Facebook, at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. One of our Lions NFL insiders in studio talking about uh, Lions and the Chiefs uh, tomorrow night in Kansas City. You have a Lions comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. We did get a glimpse of some of the defensive standouts during preseason, but offensively, the big boys were nowhere to be found. Nobody played. So not playing during the preseason. And I'm talking golf and basically the first-team offense outside of a few rookies and a few snaps for Gibbs. Will that hurt the team in Game 1 in a hostile environment like Kansas City? That's a great question. And we've asked Dan Campbell that at three different press conferences, and he has insisted every time that he feels like they're ready, that the joint practices that they had with the, the Giants and then the, especially the Jaguars, because those, those practices, those were, that was like watching games. It really was. Like they were dialed up. And, and you know, I talked about how the Lions offense, the Jaguars, by the way, that's a really good football team in Jacksonville. That That's a team that's going to win a lot of football games this year. And the it showed because the, they were it that that was fun, man. And I do think that that did some pre- preparation. And I think Dan Campbell's a big believer that it did do that. But I I do worry about that, honestly, I do because it, it, it's different. It is different when you're out there and you know the officials are making more calls than they do, and, and they have they have officials of practice and they do make some calls, but they're they're going to swallow the whistle from time to time. You know how that goes. I, I do wonder how the game management will also go because they worked on specific situations more than they worked on just like a full game. Okay, let's have a three-minute drive where our offense is going against your defense and then you'll respond the other way. But they didn't do like, you know, okay, well, it's 
There's you're down by four. There's five and a half minutes to go. When do I use my timeouts? You know, do I call the run play here, or do I want to make sure that if, if the play doesn't work, that it's an incomplete pass to the clock? Stop. Like little things like that, they haven't done yet. And I do worry a little bit about that because that's not been Dan Campbell's strong suit as a coach either. So if you're looking to nitpick, that's certainly an area where you can do that. Jameer Gibbs, I believe he'll need an impact game for the Lions to win. His yes. speed. Uh, ben Johnson saying, you know, it's no surprise they're going to use him in different situations. I think they've lined him up where J-Mo uh, would be in those first six games he's missing. Uh, Laporta is lining up like a George Kittle, Kelsey-type uh, tight end. You know, Montgomery, uh, you know, when we talk about Hutch and another offensive guy that hasn't been talked about is David Montgomery, how good he is uh, between the tackles with a top-five offensive line in football that the Lions have. St. Brown, arguably the best possession uh, receiver uh, in the game. He's very good at that. But right? a- after St. Brown, though, I do stop for a moment, and this is w- what we mentioned a little bit last hour. It's my first, mm, not quite sure, and, and we'll get to yeah. kicker in a moment. Where <laughs> yeah. Marvin Jones, you, you mentioned it in a couple of interviews during training camp, not the same no. speed. He's getting older, and that's just He's the, the oldest wide receiver in the NFL. Well, and again, that's not a knock on him. No. And then, you know, they gave Raymond, they paid him, so that's cool. Uh, but, you know, Josh Reynolds has been consistent. Him and Goff has some they sort have, of connection. They have right? chemistry. They do. Green, you know, showed it in that final preseason game against Carolina. He does have that separation speed, and I think that's why he made the roster, right? He's a big guy that can run. Absolutely. So there you go. He can block, too. I will give him credit for being a tenacious blocker if he gets into the game. And Laporta and Brock Wright. So um, Gibbs and Montgomery is a monster upgrade on Williams and Swift. From a year ago. I will tell you, I'm hoping that we see them in the backfield together. Yeah, monster upgrades. That, w- that would be fantastic. Because yeah, Jamal Williams was was phenomenal at short yardage. My, my, but he was not, if you needed, if yeah. it was third and two, he was going to get you two and a half. If it was third and eight, he was going to get you two and a half. I think Montgomery <laughs> will end up leading the league in rushing if he stays healthy. He's got a That's shot my at it. Because prediction. I will say this. I do think touchdowns that, and rushing yardage. I hey, see, if you're doing fantasy football, David Montgomery. I see the fantasy people projecting a lot of carries for Jameer Gibbs. I don't necessarily think he's no. going to get a lot of handoffs. A lot of catches. He's going to catch a lot of passes. So if you're in a PPR league, you probably will value Jameer Gibbs more than you would in, in a straight league. David Montgomery, he was really good in Chicago, and that offensive line was dog crap. He is very good at making the first guy miss. And if you try to arm tackle him, he's going to laugh at you while he stiff arms your face into the dirt. And I like that a lot. Only spot I feel that they've stepped back, and that's because of J-Mo being suspended six games, and they didn't have him to start last year because of the rehab from the blown-out knee. It's at receiver. If St. Brown will go down, that could be catastrophic to this team. But yeah. but the flip side, when, when I compare the receiving core wide receivers to last year, you do have Laporta uh, and you do have Gibbs. So that kind of changes, it not does. evens it out, but at least gives you some targets. And the other thing is that that sort of plays into when Jared Goff is at his best. He's at his best when he's got a lot of guys rather than one guy. And Matthew Stafford was the same way. Remember when he only had Calvin and it was like Chris Durham and your brother that were playing other wide receivers? And like he force fed him all the time. And it. In a way, it sort of stunted Stafford's development. Then they got Marvin Jones, and they got Golden Tate in there. They got some competence around him. Um, Ebron actually did have one good year where he caught, I think, 74 passes. Um, probably dropped 10, but, you know, Theo Riddick coming out of the backfield. 
the ability to have the multiple weapons to choose from. Jared Goff's really good at identifying the best matchup that he's got before the snap. And then as the snap plays out, like, oh, maybe they're, okay, they've rotated the defense around in the play to take it away. I'll look that off and I'll, I'll go over here to my L. He's really good at that. That That's Jared Goff at his best when he's got the the cadre of weapons at his disposal. And they've got that. And, and Ben Johnson has designed the offense around that to give Goff multiple looks, multiple options on every play and let him trust in your quarterback to let him make the right decision. He did pretty darn well at that down the stretch. 324 passes in a row without an interception. That's uh, that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, I like their offense. Like I said, the receivers, you know, St. Brown, Raymond, Marvin Jones gives you some possession catches. The speed of Gibbs could change that game on Thursday night, I think. It needs to happen a couple of times. And Laporta, more athletic, more Kittle-ish than TJ Hawkinson was. The, Would you agree with that? The thing you will notice about him is that he does not fall down as soon as he catches the ball. And we we, we lamented that about TJ Hawkinson for a very long time. Hawkinson's a very good player, and he's if you're a fantasy guy, he's going to get a lot of catches in Minnesota, and they're paying him to do that. It's one of the reasons why the Lions got him. They didn't want to pay him. Is he the highest-paid tight end ever now? He is. Mm. I don't know about that. Neither do I. Uh, he's a good player. and like I still love – I still I genuinely like TJ Hawkinson. I hope he does well, just not against the Lions. But uh, Laporta is a guy who – his big thing is he can make things happen after the catch. Remember, this is a guy who was an option quarterback. He he played some quarterback in in – packages at Iowa he's got vision he's got toughness he's got balance through contact those are things that nobody would ever say about TJ Hawkinson as good as he is he's a different kind of weapon and you will see him used Hawkinson basically lined up either right in line right on Panay Sewell's shoulder and they do that because this is one thing Taylor Decker we haven't talked about him I think I think Decker's gonna have a monster year he was darn near perfect this summer He's a guy, and he's he's talked about this, he does not like having a tight end to his left shoulder. He wants the island. He does not want that help out there. Panay likes having the, he loves being sandwiched between the tight end and inline and Big V next to him. Like that, That's where he's at his comfort because then he feels like he can move around more. Uh, Laporta will do that. He can, he can line up, he's lined up as the Z receiver. He's lined up in the backfield. He has done some interesting things that I'm not allowed to talk about, otherwise the Lions will yank my credential. There's some fun things that they can do with him that T.J. Hawkinson, you know, as talented as he was, was was not that guy. And that leads more to the Kittle-ish, the yeah. George Kittle-ish for Laporta, if we talk about former Iowa tight ends and Definitely. T.J. Yeah. I mentioned the receivers. I thought it's a step back right now, and even more with J-Mo out for the six games for gambling. Uh, for a a solid roster, if not solid, potential NFC champion-like roster, not to address the kicking situation and stabilize it earlier. That's one other flag that's out there for me. And and I've watched this. I've watched this in other sports where you have a great starting rotation like Dabrowski, but you won't have a closer. And and I'm thinking with the Lions with an offense that was as good as anybody in the final ten games in the NFL. How do you keep playing the musical chairs with the kickers? That's one where I think. Why didn't you draft one? They didn't want to. They they traded a pick for Riley Patterson, and that's probably as close as you're ever going to get to this regime drafting a kicker or using draft resources on a kicker. They thought so. So part of this is philosophical. One of the reasons we like Dan Campbell is that he goes for it instead of kicking a 53 yard field goal on fourth and four. He's going to go for it. 
And the analytics do tell you that, like, most overwhelming majority of the time, that's the correct decision. So, they're, they're, like, I know Lions fans still have the, 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 the raging love for Matt Prater and, and Jason Hansen before that. And you should. They were great kickers. They're, this isn't a team that's going to be attempting 57-yard field goals, even if they had Matt Prater. This is a team where you need to make your kicks inside 50, but really 48 yards. And that that's about where, where Riley Patterson's range tops out. Now they, the weird thing to me is that they brought Michael Badgley back after they cut him before the before training camp. And uh, I, I talked, to, I asked, I asked Dave Fipp about that. He's like, it was really t- really hard to let him go. We loved him, and he did a lot of good things. But uh, we 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 thought we felt like we needed to make a little bit of a change, and the change for whatever reason did not work. I watched Riley Patterson all summer barely, barely make 50 yarders. Like, that is the absolute edge of his range. Kicking, kicking outdoors. Indoors, he can probably go to 52, maybe 53, but that's that's pushing it. You saw it in the preseason game. He hit the crossbar from, from 53, and he put every ounce of leg strength that he has into that kick. So you're not going to see... The trade-off is, is that they're not going to try those things, and that that's that's by design. But if you if you know if you're losing by two and you you got a three seconds left you got a 56 yard kick attempt they don't have anybody that can do that and that's that's how Justin Tucker has beaten the Lions that's how Greg Joseph in Minnesota has beaten the Lions that's it's it's a very limited situation and and you hope that you never get into that but if they do they're in trouble and that is that is an area where they. I think they thought that the guys that they had were going to be better than they were, and they just haven't been, and that's that's frustrating. But I will, I'll I'll go to the, the flip side of that. The Cleveland Browns drafted Cade York out of, in the fourth round. I've seen him make a seventy-eight yard field goal in practice. I've seen it. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. He's an under fifty percent kicker from between forty-five and fifty-five in the NFL, and he's cut. They cut him a, a year a year after they drafted him in the fourth round. Because you got to be consistent. You got to be consistent. And Riley Patterson, he missed the extra point in Carolina, and that one scares me because you cannot, <laughs> you can't do that. But from forty-five in, he's pretty darn automatic, and that's what Dan Campbell wants. That's what Dave Fipp wants. So that's that's the trade-off that they've made. You will see the Lions go for it on fourth down more than most other teams. They did it last year. They did it in twenty twenty-one as well. That's a Dan Campbell thing, and uh, that. That's one of the reasons why they're not having a premium kicker. Um, but you, you just pray that it doesn't come back to bite them. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire. Follow both on Twitter and Facebook. Joining us in studio talking about the Lions and the Chiefs tomorrow night in Kansas City. If you have a Lions question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, I also want to remind everybody uh, with the Lions and the Chiefs tomorrow, you can get in on the action. NFL opening night. You need to download that DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They are hooking up new customers with a can't-miss offer to celebrate the official start of the NFL season. Place your first $5 NFL bet and you'll score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the DraftKings app to see what you got if you have it on your mobile device or computer. 
So don't wait until kickoff tomorrow night to get in on the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers, like I mentioned, will get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Tonight is game two of a three-game series of the Bronx for the Tigers, and it's been a struggle for Detroit against the AL East. But they have a solid shot tonight because Matt Manning gets the call against the Yankees. Manning was awesome against New York in his last start, holding the Yankees scoreless in six innings of work. With that effort, he becomes the second recent Tigers pitcher to throw back-to-back starts of six shutout innings while allowing two hits or fewer. His last four games have all been gems, and he ranks third among starters in baseball for percentage strikes thrown. Manning is showing he's a future top-of-the-rotation piece, and that might be as significant as any other development in September for this team. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at beangarter.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Ruth's legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RuthsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 
Join the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute for the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge experience on Wednesday night, September 6th at 7 p.m. All proceeds will benefit Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Get more info at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on this Wednesday edition of the Huge Show. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Yesterday, Superfly reminded me after the show, he had one of those memories pop up on his Facebook six years ago. Today, and that was from yesterday, he began as producer of the Huge Show. Wow. Six years. Wow. And my, my first thought was 72 months of putting up with me, Rizzy. And he's still here and smiling. Yeah, well, that's his fourth backhanded uh, comment. Some, you know, secret coding uh, with Risden. By the way, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. I love him. Lions, NFL Insider. We're talking about Lions. Or we're talking about Lions. You know what it is? It's, it's this night. chair because I'm sitting in the chair where, where last time I was in here was with Eric Zane. And Zane likes to likes to push your buttons a little bit. And it, Really? It's... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's got to be the chair because I, I feel a little attitude coming. You out do. Of it. I, I think you got a yeah. lot going on. You got the kids. You got the anniversary. You got the daughter's birthday. You got the daughter going from JV to varsity oh, and back yeah. and forth. All kinds of stuff. Zealand East, you're going on a recruiting visit to Michigan Tech. Are you driving up to Michigan Tech? We are flying to Michigan. Tech. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. man, I've I've driven that <laughs> twice. We're, yeah, we we drove it last year. Uh, we we like it up there, but we're we're gonna see how it how it goes to fly. So you're going to Marquette, right? Uh, no, we're flying to to Hancock. <laughs> Driving to Chicago and flying to Hancock. That's Hancock. gonna be, gonna yeah, be I've fun. Seen, one. I've seen those planes that land. It's gonna be a little chilly because I mean, they're I've, open biplanes. <laughs> uh, so back in the day, Hancock I, has an airport. They I do. I, I I I've been on AM. Uh, what, AM 920 and 107.3 WMPL for, I don't know, eight years? I didn't know Hancock has an airport. They do. I thought everybody flew into Marquette in the UP. You, that's, that's, that's the way most people would do it. That's not what Team Risden does. Oh, good. Well, good, uh, good for Lane. <laughs> good for Lane Risden. Zelanese, big man just, in the middle. Just thought about, like, he's not going to fit in a small. He's going to fit in a regular plane. <laughs> the plane has one engine. Yeah. And you hope it works. I, I, have, I have flown from... From Sandusky, Ohio, in a four-seat plane. And oh, that's, that's, that's not, a fun, not a fun they're, experience. They're it's really not. They're horrible. Did you see the plane where they were doing the gender reveal for someone's baby? <laughs> and the plane flew over with the smoke? Yes. And the plane crashed. I can't laugh at that. We can't laugh at a plane crashing. We can't laugh at... It's unfortunate, but it's, it's unfor- also kind of amusing. Well, because the plane goes by with the smoke, and then people are thinking it's part of it. Yeah, we can't do that. Yeah. But you're going to be okay, and good luck to Lane. Thank you. Uh, in his college decision in Michigan Tech, uh, Houghton Hancock. Hancock International, I'm looking at the flights. They got a flight, <laughs> one daily flight from Chicago. That's what they have up there. <laughs> you're it. We're probably on it. If you don't make it in, you're not getting in. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's uh, that's fun. All right. yeah, it'll be be interesting. All right, before we wrap up uh, today's broadcast and our segments with you, uh, the Lions coaching staff are they have they gone next level where they're ready to lead this team to the NFC North playoff games at Ford Field, maybe even winning the NFC and getting to a Super Bowl, and who knows? 
even a parade down Woodward in oh, February 2024, and your Lions God, are so. world champions. Is that coaching staff strong enough to move this team next level? I think they are. I do. Uh, and adding a guy like John Scott as the new defensive line coach, it's a different dynamic, but there are so many former players. And, and the, the big thing that you get about it, and I talked to Hank Fraley, the offensive line coach, from time to time. He doesn't call himself a coach. He calls himself a teacher. And you see it in the way that he develops talent. Brian Duker, the defensive backs coach, phenomenal teacher, developer of talent. They have identified as, a, as their edge that they have on other teams is that we've got coaches that can develop Kirby Joseph, James Houston, you know, later round, Jerry Jacobs as an undrafted free agent, Brock Wright as an undrafted free agent, you know, getting, getting in the Jonah Jackson, turning him from a third-round pick into a Pro Bowl player. They're really good at that. That's their niche, and they embrace it, and the players like it. And the, the other thing that you see, the coaches are competitive. They're competitive with one another. Now, that, that's fairly common around the NFL. That, that even happened under Matt Patricia, waiting to be struck down you know, or have to run the hill in, in Allen Park. But they, this is a team. Dan Campbell surrounded himself with very smart hires, and it didn't work at first. Remember, Anthony Lynn, offensive coordinator to start, didn't, didn't work out. He realized that and, and pulled the plug. Aubrey Pleasant, good coach, good guy, didn't fit with what Dan Campbell wanted as, as a coach. He's got a staff in there that he trusts and respects and the players trust him and respect him. And it, it look, I've, Bill, I've been around a lot of football teams. I've covered a lot of different teams. I've, I've seen good ones. I've seen really bad ones. They're, the camaraderie and the attention to detail that this staff has collectively is, is indicative of a very good football team. They really are. I, I feel it. it. It reminds me of the Joe Gibbs era in Washington. Wow. Where those guys, like, they were all... They all did their own thing, but when they came together, they were they understood what they were there for and did their job very well. And I think that's something that this this unit does very well too. Yeah, and the only thing missing between Holmes and Campbell and all the men and women under them, front office and then on the field uh, with coaches, would be the two slow starts. The old yeah. ten and one, the one and six. They need the fast start this year. It begins tomorrow night in Kansas City against the Chiefs. Don't forget. If you're listening on our flagship station, 96 won the game, I'll be at Big E's on East Beltline in Grand Rapids near Woodland Mall. 8 p.m. is the kick. You can join me for a Budweiser at Big E's. That will be on Thursday night, Lions and the Chiefs. Now, if you miss any of our conversation uh, with Rizzy about the Lions, simple and easy, uh, to find us and listen on your schedule, our podcasts are free. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Up next, another edition of True and Blue as we salute the great men and women in law enforcement all across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. 
the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and X's and bros or just text golf to 21,000 to enter that's golf to 21,000 the trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light so grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times always enjoy responsibly copyright 2023 Labatt USA Buffalo New York all rights reserved Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing company ltd you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Time for another edition of True and Blue. Every week, 
with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. We talk about the great men and women in law enforcement across our state and the great stories uh, that they bring to the streets of Michigan. And Tim Waringa is a sergeant with the Kentwood Police Department. Uh, he is standing by here on True and Blue. Welcome back, my man. I appreciate you having me. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, this year, I'm, I'm feeling some momentum in conversation with those in law enforcement, not only on the True and Blue segment, uh, but out across the state, uh, that there are more candidates, applications by men and women uh, to step up and protect and serve. Are you hearing those same things and seeing it there in Kentwood here on the west side of the state? You know, it, it just recently, it feels like that pendulum is starting to, to switch a little bit back again. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, we, we've, we've distanced ourselves a little bit from some of those dark times back in uh, 19 and 20 during any of those times for police when it was a pretty rough image. Uh, we're starting to prove uh, once again that we are, you know, people to trust and people to stand by. And it's a great job and, and it's a good opportunity for people. And then I think a lot of it is um, this new recruiting process that, that a lot of agencies are doing in the, uh, across the state that people are getting their their um, academies paid for by departments is, is quite amazing and a really good opportunity for a lot of people that maybe always had a little bit of that uh, willingness to and want to serve, but didn't know, quite know how to go back and afford it. Yeah, I'm looking at everything you're involved with right now, your projects with Kenwood PD, uh, the drone program, which we'll talk about in a moment, your new social media platform connecting uh, to the community, uh, also school resource officers that are so important, uh, traffic division, code enforcement, volunteers in policing, and even you'll have a recruit officer position coming open at the end of September. So uh, I'd like to see the Kentwood Police Department growing with more men and women to help the people south of GR. Yeah, I agree. We're, we're definitely looking for more people. We're looking to grow. We're looking to fill some spots from retirements and uh, some different openings and vacancies that have come around. And one of those big ones is that recruit position. You're going to see that open uh, end of September, no later than October 1st. And that's that fully paid recruit spot. Uh, people can walk in as a uh, employee of the city as a recruit, uh, just under $25 an hour. And the day they walk off the academy, they've got a job as a, a Kentwood police officer. and They can come help serve the community here in Kentwood. And it's a, it's a very rewarding job. So let's talk about that drone program. That's interesting. Uh, what you're implementing there in Kentwood, you're connected to it. Uh, let's talk about this. And by the way, Sergeant Tim Wieringa joining us from the Kentwood uh, Police Department. What about that drone program? Yeah, so we started a committee back in March of 2022. We wanted to make sure we did our research. We had all of our ducks in a row before we went to our commission and our mayors and and asked them for it. Uh, but after lots and lots of research, we actually spoke with them last night. It seemed very positive. We're going to send our final uh, approvals over. But, yeah, it looks like we're going to have our, our first drones uh, probably being purchased here sometime um, end of September, and we'll start building that program from there. If you haven't been around uh, and hearing about those drones in a while, they are a big part of a lot of agencies. Uh, we use a lot of neighboring agencies' information and, and help from all of our, our great brothers and sisters in blue to uh, build this program. And it's it's a great tool. It's a great tool for a lot of different reasons. Um, we've we've located missing subjects with them. We've able to do you know a lot of de-escalation uh, with that drone and just being able to track people when we need them. It's it's a great tool. I think it's going to be a big future of policing. 
Tim Weringa, he is a sergeant with the Kenwood Police Department. Yeah, because most would hear a drone and think it's, oh, it's another eye in the sky. But uh, you're talking and looking at the other positive impacts a drone program can have to help the people of Kenwood. Well, that's just it, yeah. And, and I, I understand when people first hear drone, they, they think about losing some privacy, and that's not it. Um, they have to be very mission-specific for the drones to go up. Um, all that video needs to be recorded. Anybody can, you know, uh, get it with a regular FOIA request, just like anything else. Um, our drones, they've all got um, things in place to try to help that. So if they're flying to a location, the, the cameras are up, and they, they look at the horizon until they get to their actual mission-specific location. That camera won't even drop down to be looking at that. Uh, warrants are needed, just like anything else, if we're using them for uh, suspects uh, or homes or you know anything that would be outside of public view anyway. Tim Weringa, uh, just a great man, protected and serving on a daily basis, a sergeant with the Kenwood Police Department, joining us on another edition of True and Blue, presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Tim, uh, keep up the great work. My best to everybody, all the great men and women serving and protecting daily there inside the Kenwood Police Department. We'll talk soon. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Bill. Big. Bad. Huge.